There's almost 110 Marks Markdowns on our 16-acre lot, and they need to go. Drive away in a 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz with leather, sunroof, all-wheel drive, and so much more. It's only $38,588 plus tax and license at Better Than Bank Rates. Go to shopwilsons.com to see all of Marks Markdowns. Remember, if you don't need your car anymore, we'll buy it. Simple and easy. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha, hello. Um, I wanted to tell you something, Roz. Yeah. Um, you know how you've gone on, on air saying that you don't like deep massage and, and hard massage? Yeah. Well, you are not wrong. It, there is actually no such thing as deep tissue. So for I'm, I'm a... Uh, I've, been an RMT for more than 20 years yeah. and I've been meaning to make this phone call for a really long time. I just kept forgetting or I'm not up in the morning, okay. but I just wanted to call and tell you, you're you're not wrong. Like, harder isn't necessarily better. <laughs> First of all, thank you for validating me. I feel so seen right now. Um, so my, my my problem I, with my, with massage is that they hurt and I don't like them. And I right? would I would happily if I were able to get like a thing where I could write it off and go through the insurance and everything else. All I want to do is go lie on a table and just have somebody lightly tickle my back. That's all I want. Right? I just want it. I just want it like a tickle massage. That's that's what <laughs> I enjoy. That's what relaxes me. Um, but again, you sound like a huge perv if you go into a massage place and just ask for that, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I, like, I, I'm asking you to do less with your skills, right? <laughs> um, your arms are going to feel great after you're done with me. You're not going to be tired. You're not going to be greasy. You're not going to be anything. It's what's the easiest your, massage your of your life. What's your name again? Laura. Laura, so if somebody came yeah. to you for a massage right, and gave the description that Roz just gave, what would go through your mind? Would it be weird or would you be like, yeah, cool, no problem? I'd be no cool, no problem. You know, like anybody that thinks it's weird, like that's that's their thing. Um, you know, because it's what you want. You're the one that's getting the treatment. You're the one that's on the table. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's paying for it. If you want me to do, like we call that effleurage. If you want 60 minutes of effleurage, it's your call. It's You're not weird at all. Like, if you say, just tickle me for an hour, that might be a little strange. Oh, that's all know? I want, though. That's all I want. <laughs> like, is it, I just want to be tickled. <laughs> you know what? I just like really light massage. I, you know, just like maybe, you know, tickle-like, you know, kind nah. of thing. No, yeah. I, I need nails. You know what I mean? Just like gentle, gentle, right? right? And I understand that that might be too intimate for for an RMT. Like I, I get, I get that, right? Uh-huh. I just I avoid right. the whole thing. And for God's sakes, any man out there right now, do not ever go for the couples massage. And we've talked about this before, but it's it's about time <laughs> we do the warning again. Never go for the couples massage because I'll tell you, uh, we went for the couples massage one time and one time only, mm-hmm. and I will never forget it because I had a woman 
rubbing me down. Catherine had a guy rubbing her down and my face is in right. the little hole and the room smells nice and the music's playing and mm. everything else. Relaxed and then, already. Yeah, and then all you hear, like just on the, like just lightly spoken on the other side of the room is a man's voice that says, how's that? Is that okay? And then your woman's voice goes, Oh yeah, it's great. You, okay, <laughs> or or okay. the words, and she's like, just a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, a little harder, a little harder. You right. you never get over that. And my face <laughs> is in the hole, and I can't see anything. Yeah. Right? There's, yeah, it's there's, not there's cool. It's it's it. it's like, not relaxing. Know, it's, it's not it's not anything. But if I could go uh-huh. to an RMT yeah. and just say, hey. Uh, let me see them nails first of all, and then say, I'm going to give you the easiest hour of your life right now, which is I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to lie on that table. And I just want you to tickle me from like the back of my neck to down to my feet. And that's all I want. Just light tickles. But I can't do that because I wind up looking like the perv. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the one that's, that ends up online because you get uh, arrested. Thank you. Yes. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm a, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. And, and most RMTs um, have, we just have short nails. It's just part of the thing because our nails grow so fast. We're cutting them all the time. Right. But, um, well, so you're not we, the woman I mean, for us. Nah, I'll take, I'll take tips. No. I'll take tips. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take tips. That's fine. But yeah. But Doesn't... no, you're not, you're not wrong. Like you're, it's, it's what you want, right? If yeah. that's what you want, um, then, you know, and if it's not comfortable for you, that's okay too. Right. You yeah. know, like it's I just too, it's just too hard. I don't, I don't like visit like like every woman that I've had that rubbed me down. It like it hurts, right. and then and then I don't want to say ow, right? Like because right. that's all I'm thinking while I'm there is just ow. Maybe we need to get Laura in here. No hell no. With her table. No. There's no way. We'll put up a curtain. There's no way. Why not? There's no way. Well, come on, there's, man. There's no, you, no, you don't there, know until you try. I've no. tried. <laughs> no, but no. now now Laura understands what your needs are. <laughs> no. Right? No, I'm not. You and you pervs want to watch me get tickled. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> Thanks, Laura. I love you. Yep, no worries. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Damn it, Maury's about to take the fashion world by storm. Huh? Do you remember when we were talking about Maury, if somebody came to Maury, like one of the big companies and said, we want to do like a signature scent. Oh God. Right? Yeah. Damn it by Maury. Uh-huh. Right. And we had the conversation. This is way back when we had the conversation of like, what are Maury's favorite smells? And we knew chestnuts because Maury loves the smell of roasted chestnuts mm-hmm. in New York City when he's there. Uh, patchouli. Always Whoa. talking about patchouli. Always. Uh, tobacco. And what did we say? Kit Kat? Is that what we said? Twix or Kit Kat? Kit you Kat? originally said Twix. Yeah, but you went with... What I like, which is Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Okay, so chestnuts, patchouli, tobacco, and Kit Kat. Bah. And what have, you, what have you been doing, Maury? Oh, I have been... Like in my home lab, experimenting, okay. trying to come up with "Damn It" by Maury. Okay, where is the lab situated <laughs> at home? The bathroom. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. A lot but of other smells the in there every now and then yeah. too, right? Okay, okay, Maury. And so, what do you have today? Do you have a sample for us? I do. Okay. And I, I brought like a little uh, dabber paper if you wanted to smell. Yeah, please bring it over. I'd yeah. like to. Yeah. Just like what they do at, the, at Sephora. Just yeah. like, oh my god, it looks like urine. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a big spray bottle. <laughs> Let me so, see. So Maury is so okay. So so right now, version one of Damn It by Maury. Ooh, jeez, look at that color. 
It almost looks like um, like motor oil slash. It looks like scotch. Whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Have a couple ice cubes in there. And it's, be delicious. It, it's in a spray bottle like like the hairdressers use uh-huh. when they wet you down. And it says, he just wrote in Sharpie on the cover, on the front of the bottle, it says DBM number one. Okay, okay so damn it by Maury number one. Uh, Maury. And Matt- the way he wrote, it looks like he wrote, he put the Sharpie in between his toes. To write, to write okay, so, so far, so far. The, the packaging on this I'm loving so far. Uh, okay, so Maury, if you would if you would let me uh, spray some on there for me. Oh my God! Wave Why it around it? like wave it around like they do in the store. Oh, that's a okay. lot of spraying. Wave it around like they do in the store. Bring it to me now. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna smell. <laughs> that's thick. The scent it's once thick. again. It smells like. Or what are the the, the, the combo in the there? The combo in Damn It by Maury is chestnuts, patchouli, tobacco, and Twix. Okay, don't say anything. Okay, uh, let me smell next. Okay, go go give go give Mocha a smell. It smells like almost like. No, don't a, spray it on me. Get uh, where's my paper? It, uh, oh my god! Did he just spray it on you? <laughs> it got in my mouth. <laughs> no, it didn't. Oh no! Oh. No, it didn't. Maury, I have. I, oh. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. okay, hold on. Okay. 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 I have to go somewhere after this. Okay. After the show. Today, no, you don't. Do you? You yeah. have a thing after the show? I have an appointment. You oh do? my god. Okay. Stop spraying. Okay. Stop spraying. Stop spraying. Stop spraying. Okay. Can you can you smell it now? I can taste it. Okay. It's in my mouth. Okay. Okay. It in my mouth, okay. Maury, Maury, uh, bring this into the other room and uh, let Marie and Shem have a uh, have a oh, sniff no. of this. Okay. Oh. No, 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 no. We can just take your word yeah, for it, yeah. you know. Okay, so Mocha. The room. You, I don't okay. know if it's the room that smells or me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So your first impressions right now of Damn It by Maury are what? It smells to me like a cleaning agent. Yeah. It, okay. Oh, he's in the he's in the room. So Maria's about to smell this now. Maria. Why do I have to get sprayed? No. Ah! Okay. Okay. Oh my god. It's waterworks. You spray me, Maury? Ma- Maury? Maury, Don't no. Don't spray no, Maury, no. Come on, man. This is house cleaner. Come on. Okay, Maria, give it a smell. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm eating it. Yeah. yeah. I'm eating it. Yeah. Right? It gets in your mouth. What is this? Yeah. You know what, though? It's yeah. It's not terrible. It's what? just potent. Okay. It's sort of uh, terrible, though. It is, it, but it, it's like it's like one of those colognes you have like at your grandparents' house. It's been there for like 10 years. <laughs> plus. It's been rotting. So oh, this is... No. Uh, so, so more... What's the, the room smells so bad. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's here. so gross It's all over here. my arm. It's so gross in <laughs> here. It's, yeah, I can still taste it, guys. I can still taste it. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, my um, God. I think the way you described it, Roz, that it smells like a cleaning agent, that is the best way Um, I could describe it as well. So, damn it, Maury, what is, uh, what do you have planned? (laughs) I hope there is no plan. Get rid of that. What do you have planned for version two? (gasps) Well, I'm just going to, I guess, mess around with the levels of the smells and see if I can sort of... Fix it a bit. Okay. Okay. Well, Fix we're 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 all along for this journey more. Yeah. Like um, so we give all, me some time. <laughs> we all want to see <laughs> Damn It by Maury um, go to market, and so uh, don't include me in this. We week. are. We are Excuse all me? part of this journey. We are all part of this journey. Um, we all want this to succeed. Okay, so again, this is uh, Maury's signature cologne that he's been developing. Uh, the, the end goal is to bring it to market, and so fans can get a hold of "Damn It" by Maury and uh, woo their their lover with it. I'm getting a headache. Um, My nose is and burning. again, uh, it's all built around Maury's favorite scents, which are chestnuts, patchouli, tobacco, and Twix. What do you smell most of? That's what I'm trying to figure out. 
burn. <laughs> Desperation. Acid. <laughs> Acid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that was version one of Damn It by Maury. Oh, um, so Right? Gross. But we are, like we said, Maury, we are along Thank on this you. ride with you. So whenever you are ready to come back with version two, we will go through this entire process together until you get it right. I have some left in the bottle, Mocha, if That's you want That's fine. I think we're good. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So it's happening. We introduced uh, yesterday, we were all introduced to uh, Damn It by Maury, which is Damn It Maury's, or will soon to be Damn It Maury's signature oh. scent um, <sighs> that he's been working on. <laughs> and it is a uh, combination of uh, chestnuts, patchouli, tobacco, and Kit Kat, right? So that that's that was your basis for this. All the Ooh. things you love, right, Maureen? And all together sounds pretty good, right? <laughs> it smells terrible. Maureen sprayed it in here yesterday morning, and the whole room, we had to open the door and, like, fan out the room. It smelled so revolting. It smells like cleaner, like... Maury, um, I'm choked up. It's in the room. The bottle's in Mocha's hand. And, and you can, I can up. smell it now. Uh, yesterday, Maury sprayed this on me. Yes. Like, not just like, here, sample. Yes. Like, doused me. Yes. And I had said to you guys that I had an appointment yeah. that day, right after the show. Yeah. Guys, I smelled so bad. I canceled my appointment. No, you did not. I did. Because I smelled so bad. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you go and let them smell it? No. Yeah, had, this was a perfect test run. No. Out I in the world? Get, Dude, you ruined it. Like, you ruined oh my, my chances God, this getting a, exposure. I was hoping that you were going to come back with all sorts of feedback no. from your big meeting where yeah. you were wearing Damn It by Maury. I have the feedback. This sucks. Oh, no, When, no, no, when did you rebook the appointment for? Okay, let's I'm just... Okay, <laughs> let's just Let's just keep in mind, this is version one, okay? Yeah. It's version one. This is everything goes through an evolution this is version one of Damn It by Maury. And one. by the way, this version is in a drugstore spray bottle that you like do your windows with. Yeah. Oh, God. It looks, you described it perfectly yesterday, yeah. Roz. You said it looks like urine. Yeah, it does. Like it, but, it, but like you need to see a doctor urine. Uh-huh. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good. Like, not good. But I'm glad you asked yeah. about feedback. Yes. Because uh, Damn It Maury hit the streets. With oh, that good. bottle, yes, to get feedback from people on that. Were you wearing it, Maury? They were. Oh, why weren't you wearing it? We all were. Oh, okay. Uh, damn it, by Maury, version one. Yeah, on the streets. What do you look for, and I guess a signature smell? What do you like? I like bitter smells most of the time. Bitter and flower, uh, like flower combination. So let me introduce you to my signature smell. You'll tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. Oh, three. No, it's really smell fantastic, actually, what? this uh, cologne. It's, I think uh, if it's more like a bitter smell, this is like uh, my type of cologne. No, but now it's, uh, now it's smelling a little bit weird. The yeah. first touch was good, but man, now, uh, now it's getting weird, huh? What, do you, what hints are you getting <laughs> yeah. from your smell? What are you smelling? Like something uh, rotten. Um, right now I'm wearing the Ariana Grande vanilla. Oh, no. I am designing... My own signature scent, and I would love you to try it out. Okay. Okay, let me just spray some on your wrist. It's oh. a little strong. Yeah? A little, like, bourbon-y, a little bit. It's okay. Yeah? Not my favorite. What are you wearing today? I got something called After Midnight. Oh, oh. damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you look for in a fragrance? 
Uh, I look for something that makes me feel confident. It makes me feel like I can start the day feeling great and spreading joy to other people. Would you like to try my new signature scent? I'm designing a signature scent, and I would love you to try this out. This is an exclusive opportunity. Okay, let's try it. Can you tell me what it's serving, okay? Okay, let's see. It's different. (laughs) I don't know if I will wear it, to be honest, but it's different. It's giving, like, pine, like, forest. (laughs) If I wanted to go camping, yes. It'll keep the bugs away. Yeah, do you think that you could wear that clubbing? If I want to keep the guys away. Oh, no. <laughs> How would you love to try my new signature scent? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, you got a little bit on your wrist. Maybe wave your arm around a little bit. Okay. Oh, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Really? Oh, you see it's like... So am I. Yeah, it's more men. What? I'm getting musky notes. Oh, it's getting away a little bit. We cannot smell it anymore. Oh, no. Would you wear that out? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, smell your dad's own. <laughs> oh, no. It smells like herbs. I don't like it. <laughs> it just smells like plants. Like, you go to, like, a plant shop, that's what it smells like. Would you wear that to school? No. Mm, it smells nice. It smells good. Yeah. I work construction. Just coming off the construction site, this is a nice smell. Oh, it's too strong. <laughs> it's like, it smells like alcohol. What the heck is this? It's Damn It by Maury. I would not buy it. But what hints are you getting? Lysol? Yes. Pine Sol? Yes. Find it sexy? Uh, no. I would find the smell in a hospital is what I would find this smell. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, listen. Oh, the test, test trial one. Okay, wait, hold not on. Not in your favor. Okay. The, the first focus group, Maury, okay, maybe didn't go your way. But I believe in this product. I'm standing by the construction worker. He's the one guy that liked it. Yeah, he spent all day just smelling like cement and ass. (laughs) (laughs) Any any smell, any smell. It was so hot (laughs) yesterday, too. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't take his word for it. Uh, But I believe in this product. I believe in Damn It by Maury. And uh, I I really have high hopes for version two. Mocha just smelled the bottle again. Is it like the French lady? No, no, no. Yeah, I really have high hopes for version two. Bigging you up and everything, and as soon as you said, "Would you wear?" She's like, "I hell no, 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 no." no. <laughs> Damn, man! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mark Wilson's better used cars. There's almost 110 Mark's Markdowns on our 16-acre lot, and they need to go. Drive away in a 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz with leather, sunroof, all-wheel drive, and so much more. It's only $38,588 plus tax and license at Better Than Bank Rates. Go to shopwilsons.com to see all of Mark's Markdowns. Remember, if you don't need your car anymore, we'll buy it. Simple and easy. We play for you uh, this guy's cheat code. How he makes money. Oh. By screwing over places that he's worked at. Have you ever worked a nine to five or will you yeah. or do you work a nine to five? Yeah. And I lot- sue every job I get. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What I do, I go on a job. I've sued Singular before AT&T. I got $40,000 out of them in 2006, July 6, 2006, for race discrimination and sexual harassment. Quid quo pro sexual harassment. Just cracking jokes on the job. Right. So what I did, I went and learned employment employment rights. So what I do, I go find a job because I know they got 
go be violating safety violations. So I'm going to go complain about safety violations. I know some bitch-ass supervisor go get mad by me complaining and start retaliating against me. Then I'm going to make a call to OSHA and say, hey, they unsafe over here. And then I'm going to let them know, yeah, I'm the one called OSHA. And they go with me. And then I'm going to make them pay me $10,000 for retaliation. I get them every time. I get him every goddamn time. I get wow. the warehouse job. Wow. Uh, man, I work for a gun distribution company. I got they motherfucking ass. Yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker suing jobs. So, so you go in there knowing you about to get Yeah, I, I get, man, if motherfucker know I'm going to go get a job, they already know he, he just, I'm the slip and fall. I'm talking about I'm, I got a 100% success rate in suing every job I done work for. Some through, either through the EEOC or through OSHA. And I be trying to tell other say, homie, get in on it. They be scared. And then when I get them and they get fired, they call me back. Say, man, you think now I tried to tell you. Wow. <laughs> I sue every job that hires me. <laughs> Sexual harassment and racial like discrimination. Day. I'm the king of the slipping ball. <laughs> and you hear that, though? Like, he goes looking and he sees yes. what the coworkers are doing and how they're violating and breaking company policy and will complain about those people to his manager. And then when the manager doesn't want to do anything about it, he then goes to insurance or whoever to complain about the company. Now, I will say say this, okay? The upside to what this guy does, right, is let's say that he doesn't sound the way he sounds. Uh And let's say he doesn't present himself in what he does the way he presents it. Let's say that he is an undercover individual who works for an insurance company whose job it is to go into these companies and find safety violations, Uh right? Nobody would be down on that guy. This guy just does it freelance, right? (laughs) Like there is no doubt in my mind that when he walks out of those jobs, those workplaces are safer and better than they were when they hired him. Uh-huh. Doing God's work. Man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Oh, He's a, doing God's work. Oh, what a great storyteller, too, huh? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How much you think Sofia Vergara's DMs have been blown up since uh, she announced, uh, or her and Joe Manganiello have announced that they're divorcing? I don't know if Sofia Vergara is the type that you just casually slide into her DMs. Well, Shem, how many times have you DM'd? Hey, look, she's a little too young for me. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 50, yo, she? she just turned 51 last month. You know my demo, guys. Come yeah. on. Wow. Yeah. Shem is just like the young gravy. <laughs> <laughs> young gravy, by the way. You don't know. Like This is one of the biggest songs uh, of the year so far. 8.5 million streams of his song, Betty, still charting on the uh, Billboard Hot 100. What's your baby mama at the crib and blow her back out? Shorty Filipino and she call me Manny Pacquiao. Alley hoop without the hoop, they call me Jerry Stackhouse. Days are not in public, but your mama made me snap out. Before I get the dog, Remember earlier this year, the song what was making terrible this. song. This so, song's awful. It's, not, it's catchy because the original song was catchy. Uh-huh. This is terrible. So when I first heard this song, guys, yeah. I was the same way, but it kept popping up on my playlist. And I was like, yo, I like this song. Stop it. I'm getting Hold on, let me get to the real part. Okay. Never take no more. Hey. Look, Shem's grooving, Maria's grooving. Yeah, you, but you're grooving to Rick Astley. 
No, we're it's a young great. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. You're not. He changed his song. He made it like he didn't change anything of our generation. Of our generation. Yeah, our ge- thank, the, oh, thank you for God. saying that, Maria. Here we go. Thank you for saying. Finally, Maria, brand new to the show, finally identifies <laughs> and gets me. Finally, somebody on the show gets me. Of Speak our for generation. our generation. Oh, stop How old do you get? You're 27, right? 27. Yep. Yeah, our generation. So, young gravy. Uh, was talking to ET Canada <laughs> and Carlos was asking him about <sighs> because Young Gravy, yeah. he's like 20 something. Sure. But he hasn't, uh, it hasn't been a secret to his fans how much, much like Shem, he loves the older lady. Wasn't he, he dating dated somebody's mom? Addison, Ray's, Addison mom. Ray's mom. Is that who it was? Who's Aston Ray? Addison, Addison. Ray. Who's Aston? Huge on TikTok. I got you. He's also 27. Okay. I got you. 27. There yeah. you go. Oh, same age. So, yeah, see, we identify. <laughs> so, earlier this year, um, he yeah. photoshopped a picture of him and Sofia Vergara. Right. Saying, and it was like an engagement announcement. That's right? not creepy at all. And, but he knew like it was a joke. But people, for some reason, people thought that it wasn't a joke. Anyway, Carlos from ET Canada mm-hmm. asks Young Gravy not only about that, but if he had reached out to Sofia Vergara just yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, kind of let that, you know, fizzle out for a little bit. You know, they just they just kind of split. So, you know, I'm going to give her some time to kind of warm up to the idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's going to come around. There, there actually was a, a photo that I posted. I thought it was really obvious that it was a Photoshop, but yeah. apparently it wasn't. It was, it was myself. So a girl named Sophia came up and met me in uh, like a botanical garden in Oklahoma and posted a, all I did was change the ad because the whole caption was like, oh, I just got engaged to Young Gravy, blah, blah, blah. It was a girl named Sophia something. And I just had my camera guy kind of edit it and throw in a picture of Sophia Vergara and change the name. And I posted that and dude, it, it blew up. There was Colombian tabloids talking about it. And like everyone thought I was literally engaged to... Sofia Vergara, when I thought that it was just an obvious joke, and it, yeah. yeah, that popped off. Okay. <laughs> yes, wow. When you shoot your shot like that, man, I got so much respect for Young Gravy. That's, you can't compare the two. You, that's what do you can't yeah. compare what? Like Joe Magnello compared to Young Gravy? No, no, you, you hate him. No. I don't hate. I just think Joe Magnano. But isn't like, isn't Joe Magnano? Isn't he too old though? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's Joe. not too old. Sorry, Have you Joe. Seen him? <laughs> Joe who? Joe Magnano. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ugh. What? Nothing. I wasn't going to talk about it. Well, let's go. No, I don't want to. Well, you have to now. What'd you do at home? Nothing. I didn't do any. I didn't do anything. How'd you screw up yesterday? I I, I didn't screw anything up. Got everyone. He screwed up. No, I didn't. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Well, I well, mm, did I screw up? Yeah, I screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I know your grunts and moans more than you know your grunts and moans. Okay, okay. So okay, yeah. Okay, so. And I don't know who's going to identify with this. So, ladies, help me out, maybe. I don't know, fellas, too, I guess. Anybody who's made this mistake before. So, we were going on vacation, right? And I knew that I didn't, like, taking my shirt off in public and all that other stuff. And I didn't bother trimming down and, and all, this, all this stuff, right? Mm. So, I told you, I trimmed down a little bit when before we went away. And I used the cat groomer because it's a much better razor than the one that I have. Mm-hmm. 
But at one point, I took like the guard off it and I went right down. I went right down the skin. Just right? the blade? Yeah, just to see what it was like. Uh-huh. Right. And I, I did it like right on my my bikini line. Okay. Okay. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Right. I did it just off to the left side on one side. I didn't do the other side, oddly enough. Is it just below I, the belly? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like the bikini line. Right. And so Isn't I did it one side, weirdo. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know why. Nobody's going to see anyway. Right. I just want to see what it but like. But not even just to even it out? Nah. The other side was like real low anyway. I couldn't. I don't know. I was in a rush. That's like shaving half your face. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, so I went down right to the, right to the, the bark, right? And, uh, and then I did a lot of sitting when we were in Portugal because we did a lot of driving, a lot of driving. Sitting and sweating? Yeah. And then where my belt sits on my pants, we did this one long drive and I wore a belt and where like the belt sort of sits on my pants, sat there for like hours and hours and hours and hours. And so now I have like an ingrown. Oh right? no! But it's right on my bikini line. Yeah. So wearing and pants, wearing hurt. anything, right? Like if I move right now, it I'm in so much pain. You put a bandage? No, because the hair started to grow back, oh. right? And oh. so I can't bandage it up. I can't do anything. So what do you have to I do? Just, do you just wait? I just, I guess I just wait. But it's so, oh. it's so tender. Why just, what are you wearing today? You still tight pants? No, I haven't worn tight pants in a long time. I'm over tight pants, man. Why well, you just you yes. wear um? <laughs> Sorry, track pants. <laughs> I'm not wearing track pants. You might feel better. Dima Mori wore track pants. No, yeah, but that's because I had a hernia. Where I thought I had a hernia. Right. Oh, right. That's right. That's, well, I was. I was. Yeah. I have a hernia. Yeah, but those, <laughs> those were prescription track pants. Right. Um, right. I'm not. No. Track so I'm pants suffer- make I'm you suffering feel better? through it. But I don't know. Like I don't know how you deal with because it's such a little thick. Hot compress. What's that? Hot compress. Hot compress. Mm-hmm. Like a what? Like get a towel. Mm-hmm. Put some hot water. At just- work. Well, not at work. <laughs> We're not telling you to hot compress yeah. at work at home. Yeah, when you I don't want to have to ask to borrow Maury's towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I saw this on TMZ yesterday. You remember last month that woman who was on the flight and uh, she was trying to get off the plane because she was yelling out that MF in the back is not real. He's not real. Oh, yeah. Didn't she take, like, an edible or something? To me, it looks like she took some sort of, like... Oh, yeah. Um, so she issued an apology. Before we get to that... I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f- but I am telling you right now, that mother that mother back there is not real. And you can spit on this Oof. So it, it was like we were like stolen headphones or something like that, though, right? That's what I read. Like she was pissed off because she thought that somebody stole her headphones or something. I don't even know what was going on. But to me, she looked a little high. Yeah, oh, I thought right? either high or drunk. Yeah, right. like a, right out of bridesmaids. And the, yeah, but then everybody fell in love with her because she's like, right? Well, I mean, Shem. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. This is, by the way, an American Airlines flight from Dallas to Orlando last yeah. month. The so, memes were great. Too. Oh, the memes the, were people fantastic. made like art out of it. Like it was really that great. one was my favorite. Yeah, so the painting. Yeah. Uh, her name is uh, Tiffany Gomez, and she's 38 years old. She uh, sent a video in. To TMZ saying this. First and foremost, I want to 
take full accountability for my actions. They were completely unacceptable. Distressed or not, I should have been, I should have been in control of my emotions and that was not the case. My use of profanity was completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And I want to apologize to everyone on that plane, especially those that had children aboard. Can't imagine going through that and trying to explain to your kid what in the world just happened. <laughs> we all have our bad moments, yeah. um, some far worse than others. And mine happened to be caught on camera for the whole world to see multiple times. I hope that I can use this experience and do a little bit of good in the world. And that is what I intend to do. I hope that you guys can accept my apology and I can begin to move on with my life. Sham, why are you nodding your head? Apology accepted. <laughs> she never she never explained what happened. That's the problem, Maury. She I also did say that she loved the memes and stuff in that video. I don't need an apology. I need to the I I need to know what triggered her. Henny. Well, she never gave an explanation. There's no explanation. Yeah. Right? Guys, just like enjoy like, it. Yeah. Casamigos on ice. Right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jose Bautista retired as a Toronto Blue Jay on Saturday. Big, big, big celebration. 45 minute ceremony before the game started. Wow. All dedicated to Jose, who. Uh, had a chance to address the crowd. And I want to thank the Blue Jays fans, the city of Toronto, and the whole country. It was an honor to play for you. His entire family was there. The place was packed. And uh, last but not least, I want to thank the, the teams playing today. Um, thank you for your time. I know there's uh, important baseball to be played, and I don't want to delay it any further. So let's play ball. Should have delayed it. Jay's lost that day. <laughs> um, but they did unveil his name in the outfield there. Mm -hmm. Level of excellence. 11th Blue Jay to achieve that honor. It's awesome. And the press conference that took place. <laughs> this is the best. Where were you sitting at the press conference for? The very back. The very back. Jeez. Um, Dan Moore's question went viral. Jose Bautista, <laughs> who signed a one-day contract with the Toronto Blue Jays so yes. he could retire as a Blue Jay. Jose, it's so good to see you way back here. Over here. Hi. Okay. There you are. Good to see you again. It's uh, Dammit Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show on Kiss on 825. So good to see you. Want to find out when you sign a one day contract with the Toronto Blue Jays, do you get paid for that one day or is it a volunteer position? Um, I don't know. Maybe we have to ask uh, Mark on you that. Signed before reading it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want you to take a peek at this. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty extensive and complicated contract. So if you can figure out how much the pay is, then you let me know. No, but uh, it, this is great, obviously, to do. So I'm extremely happy that I came here to do that. Um, if it did, I would probably gladly find a charity to donate to. It's a great answer. It's yeah. a great answer. <laughs> right? And a, lot, and a lot of people wonder about that, too. 
And then, so I saw on social media, ever like there was one person that said, what a stupid, like, you know what I mean? Like, what a stupid question. How'd that guy get in? And then immediately, like my heart, my heart, Maury, was so warmed because people were lining up to defend Maury. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. It's incredible. It was amazing. And a lot of people were saying in the comment section on the Blue Jays IG account, I had the exact same question. Thank yes. you for, ans- uh, but, for asking that question. But also, people were like, listen, that was Maury. Like, this is just what he does. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, inc- it was awesome. It was uh, so great. A lot of people uh, going in on you for bringing attention uh, to the CRA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Right? Oh, yeah. It's snitch. Snitching, <laughs> yeah. man. Someone snitch. goes, Snitching. Re- someone goes <laughs> reporter is a narc for the CRA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, David Mori with Jose Bautista. Okay, retirement. What does that look like for you? A lot of people cannot wait to retire. People dream of retirement. You're doing it. Like, is there just a lot of just, you know, sitting back, drinking beers? What is, honestly, what does retirement look like for you? Well, there's enough of that. But uh, for the most part, uh, retirement is just from sport only, right? So I have four daughters that keep me busy, and uh, it feels like a full-time job. Other than that, it's just um, trying to do a little business here and there to, keep passing the time and, and uh, keep learning uh, but and then uh, are you going to get into gardening or, or knitting like there, you have all this time no for, for that when it's just recreational I still you know try to stay active and I I, I, uh, I just go to the gym and train and uh, ride my mountain bike and my road bike and uh, I've actually joined a men's soccer league in Tampa that I that I play a little bit on you go so that's what Jose st- Bautista is doing still dodging taxes in that, in that answer <laughs> <hey>? <laughs> Yes, congratulations, Jose Bautista. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mark Wilson's better used cars. New year, new vehicle. Stop by our 16-acre lot today and find the perfect new-to-you vehicle. We've got a few Teslas in stock, including a black 2022 Tesla Model 3 for just $39,998 plus tax and license. Ah, better than bank rates. Go to shopwilsons.com. Remember, if you don't need your car anymore, we'll buy it. Mark Wilson's better used cars. Simple and easy. Yo, John. Hey, who's this? Razamoka. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe, I was just listening to you guys. Well, your podcast, anyways. Do you have a towel over your face or something? <laughs> oh, you know what? I have a mask on. I'm not with right now. Take your mask off, dude. <laughs> He's not allowed. Yeah. Hold on, what do you do for a living? <laughs> oh, my goodness, Maybe. I can't believe this. I'm, I'm an electrician, but uh, there's a lot of dust at work right now. Okay, so. okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I get okay. it, protect the lungs, but take the mask off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You take that mask off when you're talking to us. Now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh um, no way! I can't believe you guys called me. Hey, do you live in Winnipeg, or your wife? Because your wife sent us a, a note saying that you guys are from Winnipeg. Do you still live in Winnipeg, or you yeah, moved we are from Winnipeg? Still in Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, we're still in Winnipeg. All right, because Razamoka show loud and proud in Winnipeg as well. Yeah. Um, oh so, my goodness, this unreal. <laughs> uh, so your wife did te- uh, send us a note and said that uh, you're a huge fan of the show. Said that it was your birthday recently. So happy belated birthday. Also said that you guys oh. had your first kid together uh, oh, recently, so congratulations to that. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's exciting, exciting stuff for sure. So we wanted to welcome you to the Ronson Mocha Show. How long have you been listening? Like over a year now. Okay, I'm still trying to catch up on your podcast. I'm like on episode. I'll you know, check right now. It's like 
348 or something, yeah. Oh, wow. What are we talking about on uh, episode 349, the latest episode? What are we talking about? Oh, you know what? Uh, Mori just got his lasagna. (laughs) 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 The tiny one that was made for him. Oh, oh, Mori got the little lasagna? (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Uh, I was just laughing the whole time. His reaction is priceless. <laughs> That's he amazing. Was so he was so upset. Uh, oh, how's man. life out there in Winnipeg, man? Oh, it's been good. Like, yeah, we just had a kid. Yeah. I kind of complain. Like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Is there anything that surprised you about parenthood when you guys started going through the motions with the baby? Uh, like, not really. Everyone's been saying that you're going to lose a lot of sleep. But you know what? My wife's so, like, she's so great. Like, she lets me sleep so I can be ready for work the next day, right? Mm. So she takes care of the kid during the night, and she lets me sleep, which is kind of nice, right? Yeah. She's the best. In, in listening the best. To, the, uh, to the live show or listening to the podcast, do you have any questions for us? Anything that you've always wanted to know or anything that sticks out in your mind from a, a previous podcast episode? Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, man, this is kind of, this, this, it's hard when you just call me out of nowhere, right? I know. <laughs> like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> you know what's you know what's crazy is I say this all the time. What is the number one question that I always get from people? Oh, uh, is Maury really like that? Right? Uh-huh. And we talked about this. <laughs> we literally talked about this the other day on the show. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. What's that, Maury? Is Maury really like what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Like that. So we, we so we we talked about this the other day on the show. Yesterday, yesterday, I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> Okay, and one of the, the 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 women who works at the grocery store, she's awesome. Her name is Stephanie, and uh, I walk in there, and she always walks up, and we just start they start talking about her family or the show or whatever. And she was like, "I was in the car with my mom this morning, listening to the show, and they referenced something that Maury was doing." And she goes, "And I just have to ask." And I go, "Is he really like that?" And she goes, "Did I already ask you that?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "How'd you know I was going to ask you that?" I'm like, "Because everybody asks that." <laughs> and, then, and then we laughed, and then she went. So, like, is he? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. What do you say? What's that? What do you say? I say yes. Okay, cool. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I say yes. The John, truth. Uh, we appreciate the dedication. We appreciate you listening to the live show, to the podcast, uh, sending you a ton oh, of yeah. love to uh, to your family, to your to the baby at home as well. Hope you guys are, are doing well. And uh, you have our contact info. Feel free free to, to, to reach out anytime. And before we let you go, because you have been listening to the podcast like crazy, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, John, who is your favorite? Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Roz. Roz is it's just real. He's just a real man, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Straight up. I keep telling you fools I'm a real man. (laughs) Okay. Nobody believes me. (laughs) John, you are the best. Shut up, dude. You just ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) Took it too far. Sorry, man. John, you're the best, dude. Thank you so much for listening, brother. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Thanks for the call. I'm, I'm surprised. Thank you. Oh, man. Of course. Of course. We appreciate you, man. Have a great day at just, work. Just just for the record, if it, too, if, if it was up to me um, in charge of uh, calling fans who write in, we would never call any of them, dude. So that's all Mocha. <laughs> just so, just so. Uh, I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. <laughs> he knows. I still love you guys, though. <laughs> love you right back, John. Take care. All right. Thanks. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Got another uh, slow-mo podcast oh, no. submission. It was discovered not that long ago that if you listen to our podcast, available everywhere, by the way, make sure you subscribe. Release a podcast every weekday. Uh, if you listen to the podcast at half speed, our conversations sound ridiculous. We sound like we're drunk. Very drunk. And VQ submitted this one from episode 353. Uh, back in February of 2022, it was from our Ask Roz and Mocha question. Mm-hmm. When Kara had asked a question about swearing. And it said, what's your take on teaching your kids about swear words? Gotcha. And at half speed, our conversation sounds like this. We were so into swearing (laughs) that, like, it was something we did. Like, it was like, hey, you want to come over and swear? (laughs) Right? Like, it was was like, we would just, we swore so much when I was 12. I don't know about you, Kara, but I first started swearing. I remember... I started swearing when I was in second grade. Right. <laughs> so how old are you then? You are seven? seven six, seven maybe. years old? Yeah. 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 So That's seven. when I first started oh, swearing. And yeah. I said like all the words. Really? Yeah. And once I got introduced <laughs> to it, I was like, Yo, this is my jam. I love it. Uh huh. Yeah. So, if you're ever listening to the podcast, <laughs> this is my jam. And you find a moment in the podcast where you listen to it at half speed, <sighs> it so sounds good. ridiculous like this. Yo, this is my jam. I love it. <laughs> Feel free to DM it to us. We'll get it on the radio. By the way, that was from uh, VQ. Who submitted from episode 353, February of 2022. Yo, this is my jam. I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. M, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Mocha. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you today? Not too bad, but could definitely use some help. Why? What's going on? Um, So I can't figure out if I should move back home or live abroad. Oh, wow. You wrote this. Uh, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm 22 and unsure about my life's direction. Currently studying law abroad with plans to return home after graduation. I have a long distance boyfriend of three years from Australia considering a move. Uh, However, I'm uncertain about my desired location. Balancing quick education uh, completion and a desire to live abroad is challenging. Unsure if my family and boyfriend would support this choice. Okay, so where are you right now? So um, right now I'm in Canada. Canada, okay. but um, I'm doing a two-year um, law program from the UK, and uh, once I finished that, my plan or my plan with my family was for me to move back home to Canada, go through another two or three years of education and qualification exams, blah, 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 all of that, yeah. and then obviously settle in Canada. Um, since I've moved to the UK, it opened a whole variety of things for me. I traveled, I experienced new things, and now I'm thinking 
maybe is moving back home the right thing for me. But at the same time, another factor that I have to factor in is that my boyfriend of three and some years, um, our plan was, he's from Australia, obviously, but it took me a lot of convincing for him to move to Canada because I wasn't open to moving down there. Mm-hmm. And then he finally like sorted it out with his family. And if everything went to plan, he would be moving here hopefully next year. But now I'm not sure if that's the right thing for us. And he's not open to maybe living in Europe for a bit longer. So now there's all these things going on. And then there's a lot of decisions that I need to make in the next few months that determine where I'm going to end up um, in the next five years. So I really don't know what to do. And now I'm getting overwhelmed. Yikes. This Stop. boyfriend of yours, first of all, have you guys, do you guys get a chance to see each other like throughout oh, the multiple year? multiple times. Yeah? Multiple right. times. Um, we had like a whole month together. In a few months, he's coming to see me again. We're going to go throughout Europe traveling, enjoy okay. some experiences, and then see what to do. Yeah, I think that you need to make, you need to hit, hit pause real quick. And you're making a lot of decisions right now. Mm-hmm. And you're making a lot of decisions that are contradicting other decisions that you've made. And those other, des- other decisions aren't just decisions that you're involved in. The other people are now involved. Like mm-hmm. y- you can't make a plan that took years to figure out to have your boyfriend move to Canada only to then turn around and say, oh, by the way, I don't think I'm going to be here. I'm going to go to the U.K., Mm-hmm. Right, like that's like that. that yeah. That's it's like you need to take some sort of responsibility for your choices. Of course. What and, do you think? Like when you think about this entire situation, where does your head go to first in terms of what you want to do? Well, um, I definitely want to make sure that me and my boyfriend are in the same place because we do want to get married or at least engaged and start living together. Yeah. Um, and then plan our future accordingly. But at the same time, I just have this feeling that like being in Canada, at least for the next few years, just isn't right for me personally, just for my professional development, my personal development. What about like, his? Just- what about his? Mm-hmm. He's already set. He's just, he's done school for like two years now. He's the same age, but there is stuff works like sooner. So but what's good, but what's, but what's good for him? He wants to be with me. No, 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 sweetheart. You're not that good. What's, <laughs> what's good for him? Stability. No, where? Like when, when it comes to his life and his dreams and his career, what's good for him? Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely wants to move out of um, Australia just because professionally there's not much for him there i think canada is really good for him but you don't know you don't know you haven't even had this conversation with him i have i have he's ready to move to canada for you you think he's ready to move to canada for you okay and and you're and you're in love with that idea but you are saying this is good for me and it's good for my career and it's good for my future what about his career and future where's those conversations you've already made a plan for him to move here and now you're going to bail on it because you actually don't care. No, it's all about true. you. It's all about you. This is the most all about me conversation we've ever had on this show. Yeah, I can't lie with that. <laughs> so you have to you have to figure out right now if moving forward it's going to be all about you or if it's about the two of you. Because if it's about mm-hmm. the two of you, these are not conversations you have with us. These are conversations you have with him. Mm-hmm. What does he say when? You say that you might want to be in the UK with your career and and achieving that goal. Um, he's not too open with it. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes I'll like throw in hints like, hey, maybe that is something we should do. 
but at the same time, he's like, I'm probably not going to like it there. But he was the same way when we talked about him moving to Canada first. What? Why didn't? So why don't? Why don't you move to Australia? Oh, my mom would never let me. Oh, okay. Mm. So so you can't do any of the heavy lifting. Oh yeah, I mean I want to, but then again, my mom's a single mom. I'm the only one she has. How old are you? How old are you? I am 22. About okay. To turn 22. Okay. So your family matters more than his in in the context of your relationship. In a sense, you could say so. Yes, they yeah. do. Yes, they do. Um, Girl. Okay. You need to first of all, uh, you, you you need to grow up, but you don't have to do it all at once. But you need to mm-hmm. you need you need to figure out. You're trying to have everything, and you can have everything. But when you involve somebody else and a life together and a future together, you mm-hmm. can't unilaterally make decisions that are only good for you especially when they start screwing somebody up who is mm-hmm. uprooting their life and moving across the world for you. You yeah. have to take, you have to take the other person into consideration mm-hmm. or, yeah, or course. maybe this isn't the right time for a relationship and that's fine too. <sighs> a lot for me to think about. <laughs> yes, it is. And conversations to have. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much guys. Okay, I really love. appreciate okay, it. Okay, Good luck with all this. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hello. Hi, Colleen. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm great. (laughs) Okay. Who's the other voice over there? John, my fiance. John. Okay. Spoiler alert, Colleen. Jeez. All right. Uh, Here's uh, the note we got from Colleen, Roz. I have to share this story with you. On Saturday, my boyfriend and I went for brunch, and while we were waiting for our table, Roz walked by us. I freaked out because I listen to the show every single day, and I'm obsessed with you all. I turned to my boyfriend and said, quote, this day could not get any better. Well, turns out it could because later that day, he proposed to me. Oh, wow. I found it so special that the Roz and Mocha show has been such a huge part of my life for as long as I could remember, and it somehow found a way to be a part of the most important day of my life so far. I just had to share all love to everyone at the show. You guys are truly the best. So, first of all, congratulations, yes, Colleen. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, where, where were you going for brunch? Um, Mildred's Temple. Uh, oh, awesome. oh yeah, yeah, down in Liberty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I when you, you saw Roz walk by, was he walking by with either a liquor store bag or a grocery store bag? <laughs> no, he was walking into LCBO, and I turned to Sean, and I'm like, "Oh my God!" He talks about on the radio how he goes to his local LCBO every Saturday, and he gets his beer, and we watched you do just that. And I was like, "Sean, should I go up to him?" He was like, "No, no, don't bother him. It's his Saturday morning routine." I was like, <laughs> "Don't make it sound like it's a thing." <laughs> you go there every Saturday. The poor guy alone. Like, thank you. Thank you. No yeah, problem. But real talk, do you go there every Saturday? <laughs> no, not every Saturday, no. <laughs> no. You said before that you go often and you get your low I do. I'll, t- I, I'll tell you that when I when I when I realized I needed to, to to switch things up, it's that when I went into the liquor store and uh as I was leaving this, she was like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> and, and and I'm like and I'm like, you should never say that as an employee of the liquor store. You should never say see you tomorrow. It's very presumptuous. Even if it's true? Yeah, even if it's true. <laughs> so well, Colleen, we're really glad that you frequent that LCBO because we got to see you on like the biggest day of our lives. Oh, so, wonderful. Congratulations. So Colleen, after uh, you saw Roz walk by, uh, how many hours after that did Sean propose? Um, probably like seven hours. Yeah, several oh, hours later. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it was like early that evening. 
Yeah. Okay, so Sean, we'll get to you in a second, but Colleen, was Sean <laughs> acting weird throughout the day? Like, did you was, notice? Yeah. He was a little bit, um, but I had no, like, I had no idea it was actually happening that day. But just as luck would have it, I was having the best day. So it was just, it was the perfect day. He was being totally normal, though, being his sly, you know, smooth self. But I was picking up on some hints. Yeah, like, like what stuff was he doing that was, like, out of character for him? He was texting a lot while we were together, which he doesn't usually do, and kind of hiding his phone. Uh-huh. And I was like, who are you texting? He's like, oh, my brother, there's the Blue Jays trade deadline. And I was like, okay, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> Smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then how did the, uh, the proposal go down? Um, so while we were out shopping, we went for brunch. We went shopping all day. And all the meanwhile, my two best friends, Laura and Michael, were here setting up our house. Um, so he had flowers and candles and music playing and so when we got home um nobody was here it was just the two of us and i walked into this beautiful scene with flower petals and candles and my favorite song playing and so he proposed right in our house which was really nice and then um yeah he planned for our family and friends to come afterwards and celebrate so it was really beautiful wow what's your favorite song um, you make me feel so young by Frank Sinatra. Oh, beautiful! You make me feel so young. So, Sean, did you know that you were acting weird all day? No, I honestly thought I was playing it really cool. Uh, <laughs> turns out, apparently, I was not because. When we got home, she opened the door, and the first thing she screamed was, I had such a feeling. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> you idiot. Well, we're too far into it now. So. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations, and it sounded like it, it all went down. And uh, are you guys now planning the wedding? Or are you going to take a beat, or what are you doing? Uh, no, we're going straight into wedding planning. Good. Wow. <laughs> we're hoping for next summer. So, yes, uh, oh. a lot to plan, but we're super excited. That's yeah. amazing. Well, Colleen yeah. and Sean, we're very happy for you guys. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the Raws and Mocha show, for following along with the show, and for sharing your story with us. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much. We love you so much. Uh, before we let you go, Colleen, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? You know what? This was a tough one, but I have to say Roz because he just he was a part of my big day. So. <sighs> I'll always remember Roz now. All right, great. So up until you saw me <laughs> at the liquor store at, the liquor store at 10 a.m. <laughs> um, Sean, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I got to go Roz, too. Oh, shoot. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, shoot. I thought he would even it out. I thought he would even it out and be nice and oh give Mocha a bone God. here. But Nobody oh. ever evens it out for me. It's always <laughs> bent with me. There you go. It's never you even. It's never even. Uh, Colleen and Sean, love you guys. Take care. Love you too. Take Thanks, care. Guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, my guy, Post Malone. He is the uh, latest artist to take part in NPR's Tiny Desk. Oh, yeah. That's great when they do that. I love it. They get uh, artists or bands to come through the NPR offices, and they just set up a tiny little spot for them. Oh, sorry. That was my Siri. Um, (laughs) Tiny little area in the the office, and they start performing. Yeah. And Pulse Malone is out there doing all of his, like, multi-platinum selling tracks he kicks it off uh with sunflower and his post malone on the guitar and he's got his full band with him sitting on tiny little stools
crazy because Post Malone right now is like he just released an album a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. which I am all over. It's good, huh? This Austin album, like yeah. I listen to it every day. It's so good. But he's on tour and he still had made the time to go through NPR and film all this mm-hmm. for them. And he quickly talks about that right before going into the next song. Thank you guys so very much. Um, uh, my name is Austin uh, Richard Post. And um, thank you guys for coming and listening to the music today. And thank you, uh, NPR, for having me. Um, I'm super excited uh, to come on this show. And super nervous. I'm not actually, never mind. I'm not nervous at all, actually. <laughs> There's and a lot of people there. I definitely wasn't yeah. nervous when there was like... 10 people in here and I'm definitely not nervous now that they're there. <laughs> um, um, I'm on tour and my voice is balls right now so I appreciate you guys listening um, and putting up with that. Yeah, normally when I watch some of these uh, Tiny Desk NPR stuff I don't really see a lot of people, like mm-hmm. there may be a couple of people hanging around but I guess because it was Post Malone they just told the NPR staff like whoever wants to show up and it's like they all showed up yeah. so he had an actual audience out there. One more from his new album. This is uh, Post Malone on uh, Tiny Desk with NPR, by the way. This song is called Enough is Enough. She came in oh, this is like my favorite song on the album, by the way. He's so good live. They're doing the high part for him. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you get a chance, if you're a fan of Post Malone, you want to see this, it's on the NPR YouTube channel. I had to sit through a couple of ads before I got to the actual performance because I don't pay for YouTube. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Post Malone, tiny desk with NPR. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Melissa. It's Roz and Mocha. Good morning. Uh, all right. Let's get right to it. Why are you here? I found something that's making me question my relationship. Ooh. Uh, Melissa Udor says, Hey, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I was going on my husband's laptop to check out couches. It's basically our family computer. I found messages between my husband and his ex from February 2022. They'd been communicating since 2021, sharing pictures and discussing various things. Uh, this discovery has shattered my trust, especially since he had assured me that he wasn't in contact with her. I feel betrayed and uncertain about our relationship even though it happened two years ago how can i move forward and heal from this what did you read in the messages oh there was just a lot of like oh what do you think about this picture on the wall here even though he was hanging that picture with me in the place and stuff like that or like her saying my car broke down what should i do or what do you think about this do you want this christmas stuff that we had together and stuff like that okay so no no flirty stuff Oh, no, not at all. Okay. 
And uh, did you tell him not to talk to his ex or did he say that he just wasn't going to talk to his ex? Well, originally they were going to be best friends, he said. And I said that probably wasn't going to work, especially when he found somebody when we first started talking. And then he's like, yeah, you're right. And I didn't tell him to stop talking to her, but I I thought he wasn't and he said he wasn't. So mm. it just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, very. So how long have you been married then? Uh, coming up on a year. Okay. okay. So this all happened like before you were married? Yeah. Okay. Well, we first started dating and then, yeah, I guess the first like so eight So the months. two of you met or started dating not that long after he broke up with her? Yeah, about four months. Okay. Were you in his life before? Like when he was with her? No. Oh, okay. Were they married or just dating? Dating, but for 15 years. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they have a bond, right? Yes. And those types of bonds are, and, and did it end horribly or did they just sort of drift apart? Uh, they drifted apart. She yeah. wanted to leave. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, so there was no horrible ending for them. It, no. it wasn't absolute destruction. So they still have a connection, although they realize between them that, you know, maybe, you know, being together romantically and as a couple, it's just not the way for either of them to move forward with each other. Right. Okay, and I understand that you think that even just talking to the ex because he still has he still has feelings for her, not maybe not romantic feelings, but he still thinks she's a great person and values her opinion. If she's in trouble, he'd try to help, right? Yeah, he's just too nice. Okay. Well, it's not that he's too, it's not that he's too nice, he's just human, right? Like yeah. you 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 can't if somebody that you've spent 15 years of your life, you know, asks you for a help and it's not something that you think is going to be the absolute destruction of your current world, you you help. It's just what people it's just what people do. Have you um talked to him about the messages? Yes. And, and what, what did, did he say? Yeah. Um he well, he first said they were going through like a separation thing because I guess they legally had to separate because they had a house together. Gotcha. So yeah. he was saying he was trying to be nice so that she wouldn't come after him for more money. And then he was saying, oh, I thought you knew that we were going to be friends and stuff like that. I, I understand where you're coming from. You Nobody wants the secret conversations with the ex to be going on behind their back, right? It's just, it's not a good place to be in any relationship. And then what's going to happen is your trust is going to be shattered and then you're going to, resentment's going to set in and then that's the end of your relationship there's no coming back from that right there's no coming back from that the messages that you saw in there were there like even though they were innocent conversations were there conversations that he had with her that he wasn't having with you and maybe that's why uh, part of the resentment or part of the feeling that you're having is happening no it wasn't that it was just the fact that we were sharing those moments together like hanging yeah. this picture you're yeah. so gotcha. excited about yeah. and him saying stuff to her like oh your stuff isn't in my place anymore i miss it that's sad yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get all i get that all hurts. that stuff it's 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 terrible it's terrible to do uh I, I think that the conversation you know needs to be less about the sort of sneaking around and more about you know you guys moving forward together and if you guys are moving forward in life together it has to be the two of you and and, you know, he has to come to terms with, you know, the relationship that he had for 15 years, although it probably meant a whole great deal to him, is not the relationship that matters most. And keeping up the sort of, you know, I don't want my ex to hate me stuff, you know, doesn't fly. It just it just doesn't fly. And that if you guys are going to move forward, you have to move forward together. And there can't be this thing of appeasing somebody that used to be in his life. It can't, it just, it just can't happen. Whether there's a separation and a house and division of assets and all that other stuff, everything has to be upfront and you have to be involved in everything. Like if he says to you, Hey, listen, I got to talk to the ex tomorrow because we got house stuff to do. He needs to tell you that. 
right? And, 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 and that's fine because you know he has to have these conversations, but he's got to tell you about it. You, gotta, you have to be part of the priority um, with that situation as well. He can't have that situation and your situation and coexist sort of like separately. They all have to be one thing. And if he's got business he's got to take care of with the ex, you have to be involved in that business. Yeah, and I think that's what really hurt me is because I wasn't involved yes. in anything at all. And now I'm finding out years later. Yeah, and, and just tell him that you're not trying to be petty and you're not trying to be jealous. You just want to be involved. Yeah. That seems yeah. fair. Yeah. All right, Melissa? Yeah. All right. All, right. All the best. Talk. Thanks for reaching out. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I got to play you this clip from Family Feud, man. So Shannon Bader from Real Housewives of Orange County, they were doing like a Real Housewives versus Real Housewives. Okay. So it was Atlanta versus Orange County. Ooh, good matchup. And I don't know if I've ever heard anyone get flamed as hard publicly than Shannon flames her ex-boyfriend, John Jansen. So here, I'll, I'll set up the question here first. So here is the, the, the great Steve Harvey. Top seven answers on the board. We asked 100 women. Name a part of your man that eliminates him from being the sexiest man alive. Okay, 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 okay. So first of all, Mocha, let me ask, if if I asked Jenna, if Jenna was part of (laughs) the survey, what would Jenna say eliminates you from being voted sexiest man alive? What eliminates you from being voted sexiest man alive? What would she say eliminates you from being voted sexiest man alive? The eyebrows? What would she say? What would she say? Oh, I got it. You got it? Yeah. What? I'm not, like, I'm pretty well groomed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the area that I lack... Yeah. And it takes me a while to get to. Right. And I do yeah. eventually yeah. are my toenails. Oh. <laughs> you got gnarly toenails? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that's it, huh? Yeah. That's, yeah? Okay. Why do you act so surprised? I, I'm not. I'm just, I don't know. I'm what not, would, I'm not what surprised. What say? Not nothing. For oh, you. Wow. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, the sexiest I, man. <laughs> thank you. Um, no, I would say probably the same things that I would that I would say about myself, which is like definitely my posture. <laughs> like, oh, I look yeah. like I look like an old goat most days when I get up off the couch. <laughs> yeah. right? right? I have to say that. Yeah. When you walk around, right? you look like the letter S. Yes, I do. Like it's not. <laughs> and my if I'm sitting and my arm is on the side of the couch, like on the armrest of the couch, and I get up and walk, like my arm stays like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's super. It's super weird. Like a uh, zombie. Yeah. Damn it, Maury. Uh, Matthew. Name. Name. What is the part? of Matthew's body that would oh. eliminate him from being you were say voted me. sexiest man alive. Okay, him? Oh, dear God. His current hairstyle. Oh, wow. that's that's a stone oh. right there. Okay. What oh. would he say about you? Okay, well, my obviously my height, my belly, my dry feet, uh, my fashion, uh, my <laughs> nose. Okay, we got okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we get it, we get it. <laughs> uh, Maria, yes. what part of your boyfriend's fiance? 
Boyfriend. Boyfriend's boyfriend. body would eliminate <laughs> him. Would, would eliminate him <laughs> from being voted sexiest man alive. His feet. His feet. What? Describe the feet. Like, uh, are they called bunions? I think he's got bunions. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you know, when, like, you're like. The big toe like goes out. And then, Ew. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You know. Oh, they're all like, like cracked, like jacked like up. Like a V. Oh, oh, always, always oh. got the big bump on the side. Yeah. 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 Shem. Uh, I was gonna say my CPAP machine, but um, <laughs> no, that's not physical. <laughs> that's not physical. Uh, probably my hairline. Your hairline. Yeah. My I've got a. I've got like a five head. Not even a four. Oh damn. It's bad. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So here is uh, Shannon from Real Housewives of Orange County uh, answering that question about her ex, John Jansen. Name a part of your man that eliminates him from being the sexiest man alive. <laughs> Shannon. Penis. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! This, this poor man <laughs> on national TV. Damn. No, there is no man right now, so we're good. Well, the little wanger mm. wasn't even on the board. Wow. <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast pink is currently on her summer carnival tour Mm -hmm. and uh in cincinnati the other night her and her opening act brandy carlisle performed nothing compares to you in dedication to sinead o'connor oh yeah have you heard this yeah i did i watched the whole thing oh man it's beautiful happened at their show on Wednesday, the yeah. same day it was announced yeah. that Sinead O'Connor passed. There was so much great Sinead O'Connor stuff that was popping up and in, in, there's one, everybody was revisiting the um, when she was on SNL where she tore up the picture of the Pope mm-hmm. um, to bring light to the uh, pedophilia that was going on and being covered up by the Catholic Church, and that destroyed her career. Yeah, right. Like it, it just it. Nobody at that time was talking about that. It was like a decade later that people actually started talking about that, and it became a story. And she was right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was two days later after SNL, there was a giant concert at Madison Square Garden for Bob Dylan. It was a Bob Dylan tribute at Madison Square Garden, and she was supposed to perform. And the SNL thing had just happened. And then she walked out on stage with her band uh, to sing. And the boos were so loud 
that no. she couldn't perform. Really? And then Chris Christopherson, who was like an older singer, they sent Chris Christopherson out on stage to get her off. Really? And then Chris Christopherson walked out on stage, put his arm around her and said, because you can hear it on mic. He said, don't let the bastards get you down. And then he turned around and walked off stage again. And then so oh, and she, left her and there. Left and her she there. performed? And so she, oh, wow. her band started, but she didn't perform. Oh. And she quieted her band down. And then she just did this like rant about racial equality. Wow. And then into the microphone and then turned around and walked off stage. Like it was really? like, like it's just so wild, like what she went through. Like uh -huh. it was it's so crazy how hated she was. It's, it's really, really incredible how hated she was. But the tributes continue to pour in. This is uh, Pink and Brandy Carlisle singing Nothing Compares to You in Cincinnati the other night. It was great. Fans loved it. Oh, fans are missing Sinead O'Connor. Huh? Yeah, really, really good. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Veronica. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Doing amazing. Excited to talk to you. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. <laughs> Veronica, when and where does your hell of a story take place? We're taking it back to 2005. Okay. Uh, I was uh, 22 years old. It was my first ever girls trip away from my parents. Oh, damn. Uh, I had saved up a ton of money uh, to go down south to uh, the DR. Oh, here, hold on. Wait, 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 wait Dominican wait, wait. Republic. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Girls trip, uh, first many, time away. How many people are we talking on this trip? How many of y'all? Three of us. Okay. And how was the how was the vacation? The vacation itself, once we got there, was oh my gosh, a blast, right? Like oh. it's the first trip away. You know, uh -huh. it was good, good. Okay. It was so, the getting there that was the issue. Okay. Yeah. So what happened on the getting there? Okay, so we uh, took a, a flight down. Obviously, you know, you, you take your four or five hour flight down. Mm -hmm. Everything is going fine, and then uh, just as we are arriving in the airport, the plane starts coming in a little too fast. Um, so we're kind of unaware at this point that anything is wrong, but um, about three jolts later, because the plane bounced off the runway three times before it landed on its nose. Oh my God. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Wait, slow down, Veronica. A lot of missing information <laughs> in between okay, there. So you guys are on the plane, you're, you're yeah. cruising into Dominican Republic. Yeah. And you, do you realize that the plane is coming in a little too hot or do they say to brace for impact or what's, what's happening? Nothing. They say nothing. They say nothing. Um, so we kind of just look out the window and we're like, we're coming in kind of fast, right? Yeah. Like it should be a so, little <laughs> So the plane, what the, the plane hits the ground and then pops up and hits the ground again. Yes. Three times. Three times. And at that Before, point. All the other passengers on the plane, is anyone saying anything? Are people worried? So people start getting worried when the luggage starts coming out and the oxygen masks come down. Oh, no. TVs. You know the TVs, the old TVs that used to be like the box TVs? Yeah. Falling off their cases. Oh, they, so, so hold on here. So luggage yeah. starts coming out. Yeah. The oxygen masks drop and the TVs Everything. start falling from the ceiling. With the impact, you're hitting that front seat. Like we hit that front seat with our heads like three times before it came to a stop, right? Oh my God. So you're bouncing back and forth. Yeah. So much so that apparently like later on, we discovered that it actually hit the nose, like okay. the nose gear or something hit the ground. What happens? Do they rush you off the plane? No. So this is the best part. The pilot comes on, 
the intercom and he's like, Welcome to Punta Cana Airport. The weather outside is 35 degrees. No, thinking no. nobody nothing would notice? No. No. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> what? And then, yeah. are, what? Is anyone saying anything to, like, the, the, the flight Everyone staff? Is freaking out, right? Yeah. And one lady had her baby, like her infant, in her arms, and he, like, flew off her arms into her neighbor. Like, that's how hard the impact was, right? And we're looking around. Everybody's, like, screaming and crying and trying to figure out what's happening. And the flight attendants open the door, and they're like, okay, you guys can go. Like, nothing happened. When we were coming off the plane, we didn't, like, you can see the damage on the inside from all that stuff falling around. But yeah. when we came off the plane, you can actually see the wrinkle all around the, fus- the fuselage. The so, like, wrinkle? Yeah, it actually wrinkled the outside of the plane. Yeah, planes ain't supposed to wrinkle. Okay, okay. Like, so they just send you off on your vacation? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you don't yeah, hear from the airline at all? So no, we don't hear anything. And the, the best part is like I got I had zero plans on telling my family that this happened until I got back because I didn't want them to get worried. Right. Yeah. Somebody had put it on Global News. Oh, oh no. Right, when I called my mom just to say, hey, we, we landed fine. She was like, no, you didn't. Oh, You're lying. Oh. God. So, so, so you, you guys go and you have a wonderful girls trip, getting hammered, getting yeah. tanned, all that stuff. Yeah. And then you, what, you have to fly home with the same airline? So when we got back, we had a six hour delay because rumors were later on that uh, they thought they could fix the plane. <laughs> <laughs> with what, an iron? <laughs> iron at that wrinkle? <laughs> so they left us. They didn't bother to fly a plane in until we got there, and then they had to fly one in from Toronto to pick us up and take us home. <laughs> they were trying to fix the wrinkled plane? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, with what? So with what? With what? Stretching it out? <laughs> <laughs> like you get all the staff on one side and be like, pull! Everybody pull! Okay. <laughs> I imagine there was at this point some sort of like resolution compensation. No. no. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Two weeks later, we get a phone call um, from from them, right, saying that they're going to send us a five hundred dollar voucher as an apology. But at this point, they haven't apologized yet. Like it's just kind of like, hey, we know something happened. Here's five hundred dollars. So I don't think a lot of people took it. But somebody actually did end up opening a class action lawsuit because one of those TVs fell on her neck and she spent her whole week in the DR in the hospital. Oh, oh no. Okay, so they yeah. got they got paid. So no, oh. the company went under. <laughs> they went under? Really? Yeah. yeah. So the lawsuit was um, in the court system for about, I, I want to say like almost 10 years. And yeah. by that time, the company went bankrupt. So after all of that, you and everybody else came away with basically Trauma. this, which is just nothing but a hell of a story. A hundred percent. That right there is one hell of a story. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And, yeah. and Ross, I just finished your book on audio. Yeah. And I love hearing you tell your story. Oh, you thank you, Veronica. I really appreciate All you. Right. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Started watching uh, Hijack again. Oh my just, god! I just finished it like you a, just like, finished like it a now? week and a half ago. Yeah, I just finished it, and then Roxy wanted to watch it, so I'm watching it all over again with her. Oh, so she never watched? No, hijack, Hi- hijack on is on Apple, and it's the Idris Elba show. Where I mean, spoiler alert: he's on a plane and gets hijacked, right? And every episode ends in a cliffhanger. So I'm looking forward now to watching it again without having to wait a week. Because I watched the first four episodes were there. And then I realized that we ran out of episodes. And then we had to wait week to week to week, which is complete junk. Right? 
And Let me tell you, when we want Jenna, it was like one of our favorite shows this year. Really, huh? Yeah. yeah. My heart rate during these episodes yeah. was like high. I, I the just entire, oh God, what? No, no, no. I, like, Here we I, go. I, listen, Here we I, go. I liked it. It's completely enjoyable. Yeah. It's high anxiety. It's all the things I like in a show. But there's too many moments where you have to suspend your disbelief and hijack for me to truly say it's a good, great show. Sure, Too because you put moments. yourself in that situation. No, 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 no. Because you have to assume that the people who are in positions where their lives are at stake would make idiotic choices the way that they did, where no actual person would do that. Mm-hmm. For instance, episode one, and I'm not spoiling anything, Idris Elba's on the plane, the plane gets hijacked, he sees guns, right? Mm-hmm. For one brief moment, his phone works. Mm-hmm. And for one brief moment, he has the opportunity to text his wife, who is back in London, right? If you could write 25 words in that time to tell the people back home what's going on, what would you say? Plane is hijacked, guns on. Right. What does he write? What does he write? Incident on flight, period, serious. Yeah. Send. You know what I mean? Call 911. That's what what sets up the whole show. Guns on plane. Yes. Call 911. Thank you. Help. Thank you. Thank you. So in order for the show to proceed, he, this genius negotiator, master of words, Mm -hmm. texted incident on plane, period. It's serious. I don't even know how to spell incident. Right? Thank you, Maury. You did that already. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Innocent on plane, BRB. (laughs) Indians on plane. What? (laughs) Okay. Sure. Cool. (laughs) They're allowed, you know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's the thing that gets me. Then there's too many of those little moments where you sort of have to suspend your disbelief that these people would make those decisions Mm -hmm. um, given the opportunities that that they had. But other than that, it's a great show. Yeah, I loved it. I know, Shem, you watched like the full run of it, right? I did. I actually, I thought, and it's happened, I feel, recently with a lot of these miniseries, including like Full Circle, which we discussed a couple weeks back, that they start out with a bang and they kind of end a little bit on the whimper. And I found that this would have almost been better as a movie. It would have been much better as a movie. Honestly. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, Good show. Like really enjoyable to watch, but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Indians on plane, BRB. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that pilot, though, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Right? All right, now that you picked the show apart, man, I just suck, right, guys? It doesn't suck. No, no, no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Bro, if Mark Zuckerberg doesn't fight Elon Musk, I will. Oh, why? What's going on now? He changed something. On Twitter? Even though he announced it uh, a while ago, yeah. I'm still livid, pissed. What did he change on Twitter that you don't like? What, was, no what longer, was there to like at Twitter? No, I <laughs> uh, no longer uh, have access, unless I pay for it now, yeah. to TweetDeck. You know what TweetDeck is? No. So it's a platform. It was independent before, and then Twitter bought it. And <clears> you <throat> basically set up a layout where you see your timeline you see everything in one page. You can see your timeline. You can uh, see what's trending. Yeah. So you don't have to bounce around. I can... Oh, on a computer. On a computer, oh, right? Oh, gotcha. I gotcha, could type gotcha. in certain hashtags. So anytime anyone uses that hashtag, it'll populate in another column. So on one computer screen, when I use TweetDeck, 
I have like seven columns that I could see all at the same time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right? Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of journalists use it. A lot of yeah. people in the media, you can just kind of keep track of different things. I don't know if I've ever seen Twitter on a computer. Um, so TweetDeck now when I open, and people are pissed because it activated like this morning. And you remember when Elon Musk was trying to push Twitter blue on everyone? Uh-huh. You get the blue check mark, you got to subscribe. Yeah. So in order for me to get back my tweet deck the way with the layout that I like, yeah. I got to pay oh. 105 bucks a year. I got to oh. subscribe. What about Hootsuite? Did you try that, that one? All the other ones you have to pay for. They're yeah. all subscription-based. Yeah. So he's slowly killing Twitter then. Yeah. Well, no, he's making trying to make money. He's trying to make Twitter. money off of it. Yeah. So, TweetDeck is no longer available for really, free huh? the way we all, or for those of us who've used it, the way we use it. Are you going to pay? I'm not going to pay, no. No, huh? It's not worth it for you to 100 Can bucks a year to get, to get TweetDeck? Or is it about the fact that you don't, you're just, it's on principle? <clears throat> because now when you look on Twitter, the people who are verified that have blue check marks are all like, it's the exact opposite of what it was before. It's all... I can't justify it. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all nobodies and the paparazzi yeah. guy yeah. I follow who's same now with has Instagram. a blue check mark. Is that same as Instagram? Instagram hasn't done that. Yeah, you now talk. you can pay to to get verified. verified. So if I no, like, how much? Yeah. It's I think twenty bucks a month or something or like something. Like I still that. have a blue check mark though. And yeah, for no. the record, I didn't pay for it. Look at Shem. Shem, you gonna pay to get verified on Instagram? No, I can't do no. that. The, the second a blue check mark comes up on my page, everybody's gonna know. Well, clearly, he bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you verified on Instagram, Maria? No, I'm not. You were not. Who's gonna get verified first? You or Shem? Do you think Maria is? Yeah, I think so too. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch the video on Instagram, Gwyneth Paltrow, showing you what's in her fridge? <laughs> no, but you know me, I love Gwyneth. And it's the most Gwyneth Paltrow what's in it? my fridge ever. Yes. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, because people have been remember, asking her. She was like, talking about like healthy eating. And didn't she say she like drinks like like broth and eats paper straws or something like that? Like, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. Like. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting things in her fridge. Okay. She posted this on the, uh, the Goop Instagram account. Love her. This is key. You got to keep your lift and depuff eye masks in the fridge. So I've been doing these AMAs monthly. I've gotten a lot of questions about what's in my fridge. I guess this is a trend that's going around. So would you like to see what's in my fridge? I'm not going to lie. I cleaned it up before I invited you in here. But this is really the kind of stuff that I have in my fridge. Heavy cream. There's half and half. There's regular milk plus almond milk. Span the spectrum of milks here in the old Faltro Martin house. I have some of my favorite drinks up here. You can see I've got my little tinctures. My son loves coconut water. This is my favorite iced tea brand. Coconut yogurt, which I love. We've got some leftover butter chicken, some leftover veggie burgers from lunch. Here's some leftover zucchini fritters from Boyfriend Breakfast. So this is a great hack, is to keep your eye masks in the fridge. It just feels amazing and cool and helps with the depuffing. Incredible peptide serum, of course. I put this on in the morning and then in the evening before I go to bed. And this is a new thing I started doing is moisturizer in the fridge. Feels amazing, hidden between my cans of Aveline wine. Wash off, keep it nice and cold. Oh, it feels so good. So that wraps up my fridge tour. Do you feel like you've gotten to know me any better? So, like, no food, right? That sound, no. It sounded so normal to me. She's got uh, leftovers. She's got, like, six different types of milks. 
one person on Instagram pointed out no fruits and vegetables. No. But I know people fridge. that don't keep those in the fridge, though. Okay. Well, they don't sell them in the fridge. Yeah. Um, another person pointed out that maybe this is Gwyneth Paltrow's second fridge. Probably. Because the amount of Gwyneth Paltrow prod- like sold products that yes. she's like obviously pushing, the creams, the face masks... Right. Because someone was like, who the hell keeps moisturizer in the fridge? Right. Like, that's like when, remember when Kim Kardashian did that, where she showed one fridge and then she was like, oh, we have a whole extra kitchen. And that kitchen was a restaurant kitchen yeah. full of staff. It was a kitchen that was behind a wall behind the kitchen. Yeah. Like yeah. the TV kitchen. Yeah, it right? was Oz, like for I, sure. I found it relatable. I keep my eye masks in the fridge too. You do, huh? Yeah, you're supposed to. Maria, yeah. You're, you're really? nodding your head you yes. Guys both, who, yeah. for, wait a second, who uses an eye mask on this show? I do. I do. All the, like on most Saturdays. Really? Yeah. For and you what? Keep, you like keep puffiness? Puffiness. It don't work. What? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Where do you put it? Like on your face keep or like other parts? On. No, Mocha, there's shadowiness in here. Like come and look at my eyes. <laughs> you should you should get you should get a lot more of them and make like a like a, a dinner jacket out of it. <laughs> oh my god, that would look so weird. <laughs> Please do it. So Maria, you keep your your face masks and all that. Not everything. Like I have one that I really, it's like a hydration mask uh-huh. that I sometimes put in the fridge, but I won't like, it's like, you don't have to keep it in there all the time because like I'll forget to use it then. But so Lush like sells in theirs before. in the fridge. They yeah, do? some of yeah. them do, yeah. So you can wear it right out of the store? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because the ingredients in there have to be kept cold, right? Yeah. A lot of the oatmeals and stuff. Wait a second. Isn't it just like a, a silicone gel that they put in these things? No, some of them are made out of like oatmeal and blueberry and stuff like in that. A, in a mask? Yeah, mm-hmm. come on, Maria, back me up. I no, it's true. How long does it last for? Well, they have expiration dates because I have a lip scrub from there and I think it's yeah. made out of like brown sugar and what something. A, what a racket. Like you can eat your mask. Yeah, you, you can like lick off the the lip mask. Instead <laughs> of washing it off, you can just what? eat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a smoothie. If anybody tries to sell me anything where they say, hey, and at the end, instead of throwing it out, you can just eat it. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.